Hey, family, what's going on with you? This is Jonathan Soul speaking with Jay Watts. How you doing, sir? What's going I'm good. How you been? Man, we're going to have a... I've been good, brother. Thinking about this, you know, the last time we talked, we had this, you know, really heavy conversation uh, basically mm -hmm. about how, you know, uh, that remnant of the plantation, Christianity yeah. just doesn't serve black people anymore. Oh, no, not, not at all, man. Yeah. So, and uh, it was a it was a great podcast. I got a lot of uh, a lot of feedback. Mostly, uh, like I told you before, it's mostly covert. Everybody they they want to support, but in secret right now, mm -hmm. because uh, there are a lot of people that you wouldn't expect that feel that way. So it's good it's good that we had that talk and people to to know that there are others that think the way they do. Yeah, they're not alone, man. And uh, I know that you wanted to emphasize the whole. Um you know, uh, entrepreneur, black business thing, because today is a special day, right? Oh, yeah, man. Today is the uh, the anniversary of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, Black Wall Street, and the, the bombings happened, and the, the raids and everything. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. this, is, this is the day, so. Yeah. You know, man, uh, one thing that I, uh, I've come to realize after living, you know, for a little bit and studying and, and, and changing my mind about things is Jesus can't save you from poverty. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. No, nah, man. Uh, Jesus can't save from poverty, and there was a lot of Christians in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty pretty sure they were, and they um they unfortunately met a fate that you know the government is trying to sweep under the rug. But but yeah, yeah. it's um yeah it's something else. Yeah, Jesus can't save you. Uh, you know when somebody is is is, is scheming to try to, uh, you know, systematically undermine your progress. Uh, you know, I think that yeah. the, the thing that, that we have to realize mm -hmm. is that the greatest weapon or the greatest tool that, that, that God, the universe, nature has given us is our brains, you know, right. not only our brains right. is collective action because none of the progress that human beings have achieved over the, over the years or none of the failures have been as individuals. It's always been as groups, right? It's always been as groups. And this Christianity thing, man, I feel like it's separating us. I mean, you can speak to this, but you got Muslims over here and then you got 20 flavors of Christians over here. Exactly. You know, the, the thing that exactly. always kills me is, is uh, when I walk home in the morning, you know, I mean, walk home when I walk to work in the morning, um, you know, I'll see like some Jehovah witnesses here, you know, pamphlet, pamphlet, mm -hmm. pamphlet. And then there'll be somebody 20 feet, not even 20 feet away, 10 feet away, asking for change. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like... yeah man. The thing is crazy, man. The thing religion is, um, as much as every, you know, religions cry unity and, and love for all, and it's, it's just more separatism. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, another tool of the government to uh, hold, hold people down and uh, hoard their money, so. I mean, to be perfectly frank with you, man, Christianity is like chitlins. We got to clean it. <laughs> we got to soak it. We got to season it. We got to do all this yeah. stuff in order to yeah. make it palatable to us. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Jesus got to be black. And this is why, yeah. um, you know, uh, you know, you have to focus on, you know, this part of the, this, the, the, the Bible instead of the part that, okay, slavery you know, all the, right. you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta clean it. You know, you gotta scrub it. You gotta season right. it. You gotta soak it in vinegar. You know, and you gotta do all of this shit because <laughs> why? Because it's not yeah. healthy for us. 
Right. And the thing is, just like, just like, <laughs> just like uh, in slavery, uh, let me say, just like Chitlin, excuse me, um, it was given to us during slavery. So. Right. Same thing. It's it's wild, man. It's wild. But so, as free men, what should we be focusing on, man? What what that energy that we're used to put in Christianity, Jay Watts? Mm-hmm. What should we put that energy towards now? Um, at this point, you know, to be perfectly honest, um, I think we need to focus on building the black community. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean that we hate anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's just time that we come together and build as one because. Um, I was telling my friend today that um, I said black people are insane because we continue doing the same thing for decades and it's not making any changes. Right. You know, the thing is um, we've been trying to fight for equality uh, for ages now. It's like, you're not going to get that. So like the other communities uh, in the United States, it's time for us to build and build our own, which we've done, um, like in Black Wall Street. Um, and I think we can, I think we can do it, do it again. We're, we're at a different time now, and I think we can try it again. And it's time to to build because we have an amazing purchasing power in the Black community. They estimated about 1.3 trillion uh, last year. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a lot of that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, the thing is that money doesn't stay in our community. Right. Like you have the Asian Americans or their, their, their money stays in their communities for upwards of 20 something days, mm-hmm. Jewish and white about 20 days. And uh, black people, black community is about six hours. Mm. So, so there needs to be a change. There needs to be more support of black and, um, and also black banks, mm-hmm. black banks. We got about uh, 40 of those in the U.S. now. And um, like I said, we had about $1.3 trillion worth of purchasing power, but the black banks only hold about $5 billion. Oh, wow. Which is, that's like less than 1% mm-hmm. of uh, what we have that we're, that we're not putting into our own banks. Okay. So, I mean, there's, there's stuff that we, we can do, um, changes we can make now and they make make much, much bigger changes in the future. You know, you mentioned the the, the trillion dollars worth of purchasing power. Right. Um, there's also a trillion dollars worth of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, manufacturing, for lack of a better word, power. Um, mm-hmm. You're a music producer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, sir. You have a record label. Yes, sir. Um, you have artists. Yes, and, sir. you know, one one thing that, that, that I appreciate about that is that you're like a, a representation of, you know, a black business, you mm-hmm. know, that people should be supporting kind of a thing. I go to right. a black coffee house generally on a weekly basis. I just discovered a black herb shop, um, so. you know, so I went there and, and, you know, spent some money there and get my little herbs or whatever, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was looking the other day for a place that I could buy just regular shirts. You know, I'm, I'm in it and, uh, you know, I do service stuff. I don't crawl on a desk anymore, but it'd be nice to get, yeah. to get some shirts, you know what I mean? And so I'm looking online, trying to find somebody 
you know, even if you just import them, I, I want the person to be black, you know, kind of a thing. Because yeah. you're right, we have to start. So if we just made a, 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 I don't know what the tipping point would be. Would it be 10%, 20%? But I'm just thinking how many jobs that would create and how right. that would affect the unemployment. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? And I got, uh, my, bun I got my money in the black bank. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think it, like you said, like if we start spending, you know, sacrificing and spending a little extra with our own, we'll be able to keep the money in the com community. And like you said, build more uh, jobs for black people mm -hmm. and uh, build the economy. So yeah. there's, there's stuff that we can, we can do. Yeah. And the thing is like, we have to start now at, or at some point mm -hmm. because, um, you know, if people are so worried about saving a dollar now right. <laughs> by going to Walmart, saving one or two dollars when you just go to your keep the money in the community, spend your money there. And then maybe not even in your generation or our generation, but generations to come. And that's what we have to we have to think about the most. It's not about us really. It's about the future and what's to come. Yeah. You know, and because of the stuff that we went through. Um, the black community doesn't really have a sense of history because it was torn from us. So therefore we, we lack the sense of thinking for the future. Mm -hmm. So we need to really change that narrative and, and think about the generations to come. Um, I remember one time I had, uh, I was talking to an Indian guy and, uh, we sat down, we talked because I, I love to talk to people, man. So mm -hmm. this guy's like, I said, man, I see a lot of you guys like in IT, <laughs> he says, uh, especially down here in Atlanta, like it's there. Uh, you go to any, if you go out there in Sandy Springs, what out to all these places out here, like it's full of uh, IT professionals and most of them are, uh, are of Indian descent. What he was telling me is that his father, his generation, the generation right before him was the first generation that was able to actually go to school. Oh, wow. And so they take school very seriously. And their thing is the hot jobs are IT jobs. So we put everybody into those jobs so that we can secure more money for our children and for the future. Mm. And I was like, man. And to think that a mass of people have that collective uh, idealism mm -hmm. is great because their kids will flourish in the future. Yeah. So, but he also, he says, you know what, I'm, I'm so... Um, he says, I'm so jealous of you, of the black people, though, because you all take risk. <laughs> you all go out here and you become stars and stuff like that. Like, we're not allowed to do that. I said, well, that, you know, that's cool, you know, to think that aspect. But I think it's more important that we secure a future for, the, for generations to come, you know, mm -hmm. as, a, as a whole, not just a few entertainers and, 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 and athletes, because those numbers are still small in comparison to the... Uh, amount of people in poverty mm -hmm. so we need to change the narrative now and go ahead and uh think about the future start uh supporting supporting now to build a build a better future you know man uh, when i think about you know that whole uh you know securing a future and, and industry and stuff <clears throat> industry and stuff i think about supply chain mm -hmm. so um you know let's say somebody uh builds washing machines and uh, mm -hmm. so, you know, they might build washing machines and they might hire somebody else to deliver them and somebody else to repair, you know, and somebody mm -hmm. else for sales. Um, right. African-American people uh, have been 
you know, that we've done a lot of stuff, you know, and we've done engineering and all that kind of stuff. But what gets talked about is the entertainment, the movies, the the music, the whole bit. Right. You know, us right. uh, us trying to secure us not trying us securing that. So you got a black artist, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if making the producer and 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 all the people behind the scenes black, you know, and then mm-hmm. you, of course you got to have a marketing team. You know, even if it's not mm-hmm. your son or daughter, maybe it could be your cousin or whatever, securing that. Right. And then you got the exactly. attorney piece, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. securing that. And then we got the marketing. Well, I talk about marketing sales. Then maybe the agent, you know, the person who interfaces. You know, if we if we start locking down the supply chain for industries mm-hmm. that we're already in, I mean, I think that's the way forward. You yeah. know, I think that's the way forward. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you that's, think about uh, that? You're in music. What do you think about that? Um. The thing is, like, yeah, we we start to create more opportunities for more people. Um, when we start to hire our own, um, stop making excuses about why we're not doing it. You know, I hear a lot of people say, "Well, they're not professional enough." Now, blah, blah blah. I don't hear none of that. Like, it's time to really, really start to support because, um, and like I said before, this is not a a message of hate for anyone else at all. It's just the fact that us living at the bottom for so long is kind of getting old, you know what I mean? When we have the tools to turn those around. Like you said, um, with these opportunities of, of uh, in the industries and whatever else, you know, securing more jobs for our families, friends, and uh, people that look like us. I think that would be the, the best thing for us uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing that when you talk about that trillion dollar uh, spending, I wonder how oh, much yeah. of that uh, figure includes uh, tithes, church <laughs> offerings, and your favorite topic, building funds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, man, every, every church has a building fund, you know, those long-term 20 year building funds, you know what I mean? They collecting everybody's offering or whatever else. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, they said uh, I think I think over the last what is it, fifteen twenty years, the churches have collected upwards of three hundred billion dollars mm-hmm. of black people's you know, from the black community, mm-hmm. estimated about what they say about eight billion a year, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just I like, mean, I think it's a tremendous it's like, financial drain on our community because absolutely. <laughs> the last time I've been to let me say I've been to church two times in the last ten years, maybe. Maybe two times in the last 10 years. And um, the second time, it was so fucking loud, I actually had to leave the the sanctuary because it was just, it was literally, I've been in loud churches, but it's generally doing a concert or something special. They literally were clipping. They were so fucking loud. So I had to step out. And and, but on my way out, I'm looking at the speaker system. Where did they buy Mm -hmm. that from? You know, I'm looking at the cameras. I'm looking at the mm-hmm. ceiling to the wall monitors. I'm yeah. looking at the fancy wood and the red velvet benches. How many of those were yeah. purchased from black companies? And again, I know you're yeah. not, it's not the manufacturer, it's a vendor, but you know what I mean? It's just like, right. you know, and then if you look at the, a lot of the neighborhoods around, some of them are impoverished, a lot of them are impoverished. 
but you got all these churches, you know, and the building may be nice and fancy. So what that we said this on the last show, and I think you brought it up. The uh, the banks are giving loans for churches, but not for businesses in these black communities. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They're not going to they're not giving business loans, like you said, because uh, because at the end of the day, the church being a business. Um, all thing they do is take uh, and this goes back to the black banks. They take the money and put them right into these uh, white banks. I don't say white banks, but the you know the white banks that are, are banks. owned that not not owned by black bank, not, right. not owned by black. Excuse me. Right. And um, you know they take that money in and they use it to build wealth for themselves, themselves and their families. Why so, we just sit so, there and do nothing with it? So then the question becomes, Jay Watts. If the church yeah. is really a business, what is their product? Yeah. What is their service? Like, what are these churches really selling? Hope. They're selling hope by the mounds. They're selling so much hope, they can't produce enough of it. And that's all the people are getting is false hope <laughs> for, for uh, a seat in, in heaven on golden streets and with pearly gates and stuff. So, Can you make progress so, with hope? Um, what's the, the thing is, um, like, yeah, if you believe in the right thing, if you hope in the right thing and actually move towards working towards something, yeah, of course you can, you can move forward. Like I have hope for our future as a, as a black community and I think it can happen and I think it will happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hope that I'll see that I have riches after I die. I, that's, that's nonsense to me. Um, I can't, I can't subscribe to that. So, but, um, but yeah, man, the, the, the church is, is definitely, like we said before, um, the last podcast, it's just a means of, um, of keeping people down. It's a means of control because it makes you, makes you, uh, let's just say peaceful. Um, and, uh, you know, it controls you and it, and it takes your money. I think that, I think a better solution, if, if we take these churches, they want to keep these churches in the community, uh, run them like businesses, the businesses that they are, you know, make the, make the member shareholders, you know, let them know how much they're investing into this company, how much their stock is worth and everything like that. You know what I mean? And, uh, actually gives people built some wealth for the people in the church instead of, uh, hoarding all their money in these large accounts and, uh, doing nothing with it, but buying the pastor new cars and sending them on trips around the world. There's a, there's a new pastor. I don't know if you saw his, uh, <laughs> he was on a private jet and had a vision from God while he was on it, that he was supposed to have it. So he went back to his member and told them they need to get him this. This wasn't Creflo. This is another guy, this $54 million jet. So he can fly around the world while his other members take the bus to church. <laughs> yeah. Hell, man? <laughs> but you know, you know, we, we, we can't, we can't, uh, talk about the church without talking about the parishioners. You know, some of us want to be tricked. Some of us want to be fooled. Some of us have given up. And, uh, you know, we've kind of consigned ourselves to, you know, the rat race and going to church to kind of sing and hear some fancy just for a couple of hours just to f- kind of forget about it all. I mean, it's a drug. You know, yeah, didn't, didn't Marx or somebody say that a religion is the opiate of the people? Right. Absolutely. And that's what they're getting. They're getting their shot of hope every week. That's what they're paying for. 
10% of their money goes to, to hope. And that's what they get for a few hours every week. And then they go home and <laughs> forget all about it. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so it's something else, you know, the thing, I thing I've, I've, I've actually realized that, um, you know, after talking to people from the last podcast, um, you know, a lot of people tried to come up against, uh, what, what was said, uh, because of course there was a lot of support, but of course there was other people's naysayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, I asked them, and I asked every every single one. I said, "How often do you read your Bible?" Mm-hmm. I got a lot of, well, you know, I mean, sometimes um, not as much as I should. Uh, I said, "Well, do me a favor, because I've done it. Read it, read mm-hmm. it through and through, and then you'll see the contradictions in it. You'll see the stuff that they don't teach you mm-hmm. about all the 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 inner workings of slavery in that book." Mm-hmm. And uh, and then then come back to me, but you can't you can't argue with me about your religion. You haven't even studied it. Right. <laughs> that's the thing that's crazy. Right. So it's like yeah, once you study, then you'll see. And that's what I tell people. So. I don't. So did we ever discuss the last time like when your was there ever like a moment of truth or like an aha moment with you uh, when it came to what we you know religion we call it the matrix, or was mm-hmm. it like a thing that happened over time because. It was kind of like an aha moment for me, but I wanted to hear about your story because you were brought up. Well, in I the didn't. Church. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, you know, you know, you know, my dad is is assistant pastor now. He's yep. going to be moving into pastorialship. So, yep. I mean, it's, it's still I'm very close to it. But um, I just I actually just told him for the first time I don't subscribe to those uh, those uh, beliefs anymore. But. I don't think I ever had a, I don't think it was a, a specific aha moment, mm-hmm. but like you said, it was something over time because um, like I said before, it wasn't that I wanted to disprove the religion. I wanted to prove everything that was true. Okay. That I was living my life by, but as I kept studying, kept reading and, and researching more and more, um, it's like, man, this, this, this isn't making any sense. Yeah. Like it's okay. I'm gonna keep reading, and I mean, this is this didn't just happen. This happened over years, and I guess as I'm getting older now, it's like um, I don't bite my tongue as much when it comes to that because mm-hmm. it's a very taboo thing, especially you know in the family yeah. that that we're in. That I'm not you know to say, hey, look, I don't I don't believe none of this nonsense. Yep. You know what I mean? So you know, as I studied over time and time, you know, I just I kind of just slowly moved away, and it's just like got to the point where it was like man this this just doesn't make sense and when i when i actually woke up and i actually tried to go to church like i said it looks like a circus yeah so, or a cult it just looks yeah it looks it's definitely a cult and yeah. the thing is i was talking to my mom because i know you, you remember back in the day yeah. um at church how uh i don't know if you remember how they ha- used to have communion mm-hmm. and they just they cart the tr- they push the cart down the middle with the yeah. tile the 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 sheet over it then two people hold the sheet you can't see behind the sheet yep and like the, they dim the lights mm-hmm. <laughs> yep and the little yeah, silver very, trays but, with the glass little cups i remember right thimbles or whatever very very cultish yeah very cultish yeah and uh and i was in the kitchen one time when i was a kid and they were because i was yeah. like really young elementary school age, and i remember them preparing it I was like, oh, wow. It's like being inside of a clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, wow. Because I thought it was magical, just like what you said with the dimming of the lights and you couldn't really see yeah. what was up. 
until you got there on the right. altar. I thought the shit was magic, man, until I seen the yeah. lady <laughs> pouring uh, Welch's grape up in there. <laughs> Brother Jesus, what the hell? <laughs> Let me get a cup of that real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Was that's, like, that's hilarious. Well, man. just make it's Jesus legit, blood. Yeah, man. <laughs> you tell your friends like, man, I know it's made of. <laughs> nah, man, but it's the, <laughs> it's that it's the years of studying, man. The thing is, like anybody that really sits down and studies, if you have any kind of sense, I'm not gonna say common sense because it's definitely not common amongst the people. Yeah. But if you have any kind of real sense, you'll look at it like. This, this it really isn't making sense. Yeah. You know, so Yeah. For me it was a it was a I think I told you in the last show, it was a dare. I had two brothers that I did I go to I think we went to the Man Man March together. The first one in ninety five. And um so we were close and we were debating and, and like I said, they knew all of this history. And I didn't know yeah. nothing but Matthew, Martin, Luke, and John, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. And um, you know, as I started studying the, the biggest aha moment for me was that other people during the Old Testament period were writing stuff. It seems mm -hmm. obvious, but, you know, me sitting in church for all those years and, the you know, the Battle of Jericho and the Battle of this and the Hittite and the Shiite and all these ites. But yeah. nobody in the Sunday school ever said, well, you know, the Hittites was writing too. And so mm -hmm. when I started studying the archaeology, then I begin to realize there's a couple of uh, stories in the Bible where the other side had actually wrote about it. Mm -hmm. And that blew my fucking mind. So there was this yeah. one story where um, the Jews, the Israelis was in, you know, they was in a camp or something and encircled by whoever ites, you know, the Hittites or yeah. Shiites or whatever they were. And um, in the Bible, it says something to the effect of, you know, in the evening, um, the angel of death came and killed everybody and they woke up and it was dead. That's the phrase I remember. They woke up and, and so the pe the, the, the enemy ran away. Yeah. And that's like a story they share in the, in the children of Israel is hooping and hollering. When mm -hmm. I read what the, the people on the other side was saying, they said they had surrounded these nomads, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nomad motherfucker. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> and they was, in, in, you know, I had them on the siege and then they ran out of supplies. And oh, yeah. then the powers of be just said, man, fuck it. You know, let's just go. I mean, you know, they ain't got nothing anyway. And, and then I was like, oh, and all of a sudden uh -huh. the Bible kind of lost the mystical. And I started to realize that these are folk tales from exactly. another culture on the other side of the planet that might have a grain of truth, but a lot of it is hyperbole, you know, right. like Paul Bunyan and the, in the, in the big blue ox and, yeah. and John, <laughs> uh, what's the brother who with the pickaxe and dug through the mountain. I mean, yeah, Paul Henry, Paul yeah, Henry. Whatever, yeah. John Henry or whatever. It's, yeah, it's, like it's folk tales, you know, that yeah. people's tale on campfires and eventually got written down. And over a period of time, people build, you know, religion, uh, religious around them, but this was never our story. Right. You know, right. and, and what's and fucked up and insidious about Christianity is that it tells every culture that the col colonialists brought to it, that your history and your stories aren't as good as what we got over here. Right. Matter of fact, you Nonsense. motherfuckers are sinners. 
And the only way is <laughs> right. for you to buy a hair care product, <laughs> you know what I mean? Buy a product, <laughs> and then you'll be straight. But it's like, you know, there's one book I read I, I, I called uh, of, War and of, of Water and of Spirit. I actually gave it to yeah. Chris. And um, one of my uh, – and so basically – the, the, in this book, the, the the Christian guy came to the, you know, African people, and he said, "Hey, Jesus died." Is that in the third? And the guy said, "Well, you know, we talk to nature all the time, and mm-hmm. if this was really, you know, important, nature would have told us. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we just hear about <laughs> Jesus for the first time, and it's yeah. like, I mean, if, if if he did all that, I mean, that's on y'all. That's not on us." You know what I mean? That's y'all, <laughs> right. that's y'all savior. We ain't got nothing to do with that. Y'all killed them shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we good. <laughs> yeah, we good, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's something else, man. I just, I, I, I just, I have a loss for understanding at this point. I guess me, just me personally, after all the study and research, how anybody can look at it and still believe it as something like, take it as something that's historical versus, like you said, they're just tall tales to me. See, no, once you sucks. once you once you give up the idea that it's historical. See, I I got to that was the first aha. The second aha moment was when I realized, based on studying history, particularly the the the, the Christian archaeology movement in the seventies, once I began to realize that there's really no fact to back up a lot of this stuff. It's just like I say, folk tales right. and this that and third. Then you're left with, it's just a belief system. If right. you embrace it, if you see, it's the thing. A lot of us aren't being honest, and that's why Christianity and other religions are dangerous, because it yeah. prevents you from looking at truth, like real truth. It's okay exactly. if you want to believe in Christianity, but just understand what the consequences are. Right. You're throwing your money out the fucking window. <laughs> you believe in yeah. something that tells you that even though you were born and you're a baby and you're beautiful and hopefully healthy and everything— but if you don't do what we say over here, none of the goods you do, none of the yeah. talents you develop, none of the people that you help, none of the character that you build, none of the, the generosity, that don't mean shit. Right. If right. you don't believe this foreign religion that we gave to you a hundred and some years ago to keep you from running away so we could build the wealth, that made America <laughs> the great, the wealthiest country on the planet. Right. If you don't believe this religion that basically makes you a cog in our machine, if you don't believe that, then something worse is going to happen to you in the afterlife. Yeah. Because what um, people don't want to understand is that Christianity is based on fear. Yeah. Absolutely. Fear. <laughs> it's a basis of, of fearing Fear, fear here, and then people are afraid to die. It's, it's, yep. it's, it's so, it's, it's so wild how, um, like I said, these people subscribe to this, to, to religion, and, uh, and I mean they, man, I mean I, I guess you know, as, like I said, at some point I was heavy into it, so yeah, we all I can were. see, but like, but to be that's perfectly honest, the Christianity is for, in, in all religions, in my opinion, is for children. It's just yeah. Grimm's fairy Discipline. tales. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until you exactly. until you grow the whole up life to it. Exactly until you grow up and then you start to understand this, that, and the third, and you start to build. And you know it's okay that if if you want to believe in Santa Claus. 
But yeah. with religion, it's, it's, now they're putting the swords in people's hands. And if you don't believe in Santa Claus, we're going to kill you and take your land. Right. Cut your head off. Yeah, that's, that's wild. See, the, the reason wild. why I say religion is for children is because religion keeps you childlike. Mm-hmm. An adult would say, okay, if I'm uh, eating this thing and then I get cancerous symptoms and then I stop eating this thing and then I feel better, that, you know, you can draw logical conclusions. But people don't right. look at, okay, this is a poor neighborhood and a church comes in and it doesn't get any better. You know what right. I mean? The only people that's benefiting in that church is the pastor and his family. Exactly. Their economic is improving. And so nobody, right. you know, when you, but see, if you're not logical, you won't make those kind of logical conclusions. Oh, I get it. Church is just a kind of a business. It's a family business. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. This is exactly what it is. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they beat all these ideas into people's heads. And like you said, the only, <laughs> only people that's, uh, that's, that's making it and coming out of poverty is the, the pastor and his family. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I told my friend, you could pick out the pastor's car at any church lot because it's going to be the nicest one. So, yeah. you know, I, I just don't understand. Man, this one guy, like, I don't understand how they, they the thing is, they say these, these things, like you said, you just have to believe because you can't have any kind of logic right. when, you, when, you're, when you're dealing with religion. Because uh, one guy, he's saying to me, he's like, yeah, man, uh, you're asking for truth, but you're asking for it right now. God's time isn't your time. So, okay, cool. You know, he says, he's like, he's like, he's like a day for God is a thousand years for man. I said, okay, how do you know that? Right. I said, I said, minus all religious jargon, talk right. to me as a man to man. How do you personally know that God, God's one day is a thousand years for man? Right. Nothing. Uh, I'm right. You're wrong. That's all I got to say. That's what he's, that's literally what he said. I'm right. And you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. You just showed me how ignorant you are. So, yeah, but see, religion <laughs> does that. We spend a lot of time being dumbed down in these religious institutions. Right. You know, I mean, right. imagine if, if, if instead of teaching us, uh, I don't know, Jesus and Noah and everything, they taught us mathematics, <laughs> algebra, you know what I mean? Uh, accounting. We would, yeah. I mean, we would, we, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. It'd be a whole different vibe, but yeah. the, the church, definitely flourish. the church sucks up not only our economics, but our mental energy, mm-hmm. you know, our, our, to be perfectly frank, our emotional energy. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, I told, um, I, 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 we said this in the last time I said it. I mean, it's, it's not a cure. Because if it was, you wouldn't need to keep going back. Right. Right. They, they got us strung <laughs> out. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, it's definitely a drug. I mean, my um, my mom came down to visit me here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and she was here for she was here for a few days, about a week. Okay. And uh, I haven't seen my mom in a while, but she had to find a church for Sunday morning. Yeah, it's funny. I'm like, I'm like. Why, why, why do you have right. to go to church? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. God, dog, it's like, you can't, like, one day? Like, we can't just, all right, cool, whatever. Go ahead, do your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it's definitely a, it's a drug, it's a habit. It's a yeah. generational habit, you know? They yeah. force you to go while you're a child. And, and um, you know, some people just stay that way. Or some people think about things logically and makes make sense of it all and step away, so. 
But, you know, just, just so people are clear, I'm saying this. I'm not saying Jay Watts is saying this. I think Islam is the same way. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I think uh, whatever religion you want, any any religion that, that can't handle, like, real history, real truth, you know, yeah. if, if you need something pie in the sky, philosophy is a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Zen or whatever, you know, you know, charge it to the game if that's your philosophy, whatever it is, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you know, it's, right. it's, it's better because then you can think and you can be a, like a mature, you know, adult. But when we hold on to that religion, it's, it, it rests our development. It kind of stunts you. You know, like uh-huh. you're misshapen as a as as a as a as a mental being, you know, yeah. because as soon as you challenge somebody, so wait, a minute, let me get this straight, you know, all the animals in the boat, they say, oh, 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 you know, what I mean, people, you know, like, <laughs> it's like it's like it's the elephant in the room. It's like you know this shit ain't real, I know right. this shit ain't real, <laughs> but because it's a fear based religion, we can't address it right. because you're scared you're gonna die and go to hell. Let me let me tell y'all something, family. African-American people suffered 200 and change of 400 or whatever it was years in in bondage to the degree that people's bones, uh, people's muscles was being ripped off of their bone. People was working so hard. You know, you know what I mean? It, 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 I just don't feel like it can get worse than that. Not some mythical. Yeah, you know, and then when you really study history and find out, oh, well, the whole idea of hell started to develop because it was nighttime and the, and the animals was coming out and everybody was scary. And then they saw the sun go down into the thing and they figured, OK, the sun was battling all those things that we couldn't see in the dark. Right. And then yeah. uh, later on, you know. In the morning, the sun would rise, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, and everything. And then everything was cool. And then we were safe again, you know, because yeah. now, you know, only five of us are taken in the night by the beast, the scary beast. And then you start to understand, <laughs> you know, how these myths developed. And it's like, yeah. it should be okay for you to learn shit. You know what right. I mean? I'm not going to say who, but, you know. Let's just say somebody, I, I, I can't, they throwing my books out. I was like, where's my book on meditation? Where's my book? This shit? But they threw it out because it, it had a title that scared them. So it's like, you afraid of knowledge? So now, I mean, is that even religion or is that superstition? You burn it, you know, you throw yeah. away books. It's, it's it's crazy because even, you know, the Bible, when it, it starts, you know, it's, uh, you know, Adam and Eve were apparently punished for eating from the tree of knowledge, good and evil. So, you know, they're telling you there to 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 not want knowledge. It also tells you not to go, go read other books and whatever else. But the same exact book says, my people la- perish for a lack of knowledge. So yeah. it's like... Which one is it, Jesus? What, what, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Which one is Give it? Give me Jesus? something clear. Like, what, what am I supposed to... Am I supposed to seek knowledge or not? So and nobody is, questioned uh, that. All the years you and I was in church, nobody said, right. well, you know, God didn't want them to know. Basically, what that story says is God didn't want them to know right from wrong. What kind of bullshit, right. crazy well, shit yeah. is that? So you want That's me to stupid. violate the law and not know what the law is so you can arrest me? That sounds like... Sounds some... a lot like, <laughs> 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 like today's society. <laughs> 
Oh man! No wonder they they gave Shit. us that religion, man. It's like, well, Hell yeah. you know, you're head. going 35 and a 34 lane. It's like I didn't know that was wrong. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Eternity, brimstone. It's it's crazy, man. Like I, that's why that's why I have a. It sounded like a, God didn't want them to learn how to read. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, like, they wanted to know, like. My th- yeah. my thing is like I don't understand like this the stories don't make sense. All right, there's that tree that you're not supposed to eat from. Yeah, then who the hell was it for? Right. Who the hell was eating that fruit then? Right, somebody. Like, I don't get it. So it's like if you weren't supposed to have it, why even put it there to tempt them? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> it's like it's like come on. You know people, what? Man, you know what Adam? You know what Adam uh, said once they ate from the tree of knowledge. The angels bust in, boom, boom, boom. He said, oh, he dropped the apple. He said, that bitch set me up. <laughs> Get her. <laughs> that was the first thing operation in creation. Yeah. The angel was sitting behind the bushes with the microphones yeah. and the cameras. And then he's like, I didn't come for no apple. He said, come on, baby, just take this apple. Girl, I came for you. Nah, baby, first, just, just get it. I'm not in the mood yet. Just take this apple. Oh. <laughs> All right, give me the apple. <laughs> Police! <laughs> Police! Angel Team, Angel Team Six. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. Okay, <laughs> man, man. It's, it's, like, it's too funny, man. It's, uh, like you said, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to make <laughs> too much fun of uh, people's beliefs, but it's like uh, at the end of the day, people they gotta wake up because there's. There's so much more we can do. And like I said, it's religion is one part of it, but I mean, it's a, it is a big part of it because it touches so home with, uh, so close to home with me. Yeah. But, um, but there's so much more we can do to, to build black community and make changes about things that we do. Um, like I said before, black banks, um, you know, I mean, stop, I mean, as bad as it sounds, stop giving your money to churches. I mean, mm. they, you know, they got, they, God is supposed to provide for your bills, but let them provide for theirs as well. Mm-hmm. So take that same money that you don't give them and invest it in the black church or, you know, leave it at home on your counter for God to pick up and, uh, <laughs> and then go do what you want. Mm-hmm. But um, even, even with that, like it's, it's so much more we can do and not only changing that aspect of thinking, but I think about stuff like um, letting people have control over who we are as a people and specifically, I'm talking about the use of the word nigger mm. and how how we we know that or white people believe or any other people, they believe that, hey, you say nigger to a black person, you're going to set them off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about it. People would need to read more, meet, read war tactics, you know what I mean? You know, the art of war, stuff like that. Just keep calm. Don't worry about that stuff. You know what I mean? Just let them do what they do, what they do and, and, and press on because it's not that serious. You know what I mean? Even uh, with the cops and stuff like that. And we got to change the way we, we do things. It's, we know we, we know you didn't do anything wrong. The cop know you didn't do anything wrong. So you don't need to jump around yelling, hey, I didn't do anything wrong, man. Get the hell off me. Blah, blah. Just chill. Get falsely arrested and then take his ass to court. You know, mm-hmm. all cops have a bond on, on, on them. So for, for stuff like that, you put in a... a a complaint, sue their asses, and then hit them in the pockets. Mm. That's what you got to start doing. Mm. You know what I mean? You got to, we, we got to 
do stuff like that versus trying to fight and stuff like that. Just just chill. Take it, but just come out winning in the end. Mm-hmm. And um do that and, and also like I said, support black business and stop supporting businesses that don't support us. Wait a minute, you know? wait a minute, Jay Watson. You trying to say that I shouldn't go and do a sit in at uh at Starbucks and Waffles and <laughs> uh and get hit in the head and arrested probably or maybe even choked out or electrocuted. You, you mean I shouldn't do that, man? That's not a good use of my time. Is that what you're trying to say, Jay Watts? It makes perfect sense to me not to do it. My thing is, like, I, I put a post on my Instagram not too long ago, and it was a, a message from Farrakhan who said Martin Luther King was marching his people into places where they weren't wanted for these sit-ins and shit. He said, but Muhammad says, don't go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, if they don't want you in a restaurant, if somebody doesn't want you at their home, then don't fucking go. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere else. Yep. You know what I mean? Why is it why is it such a fight to try to get into these places and whatever else? If they don't want you there, then don't fucking go. I will never go to Starbucks. Never. I, the thing is, I went I, just yesterday, I peeked my head in a Starbucks just to see. Mm-hmm. Line wrapped around Hilarious. with black people. I was Hilarious. like, you niggas don't remember what just happened. Now, now, Jay Watts, you know what I mean? Temper, temper. Like, like I wanted to yell. I like, y'all don't remember what just happened on the news. You had two Where the black fuck men arrested. Is your dignity? Like, That's right. what I want. It's the same. It's the same shit that was happening during Jim Crow. Like, you get arrested just for sitting in the restaurant. So then, it's not about civil rights. This is about acceptance and white establishments. Is that? Is that is that what's happening? Yeah, and my thing is, why the fuck do you need to be accepted by your oppressor? Like, if they don't want you around, then get the fuck on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Build your own coffee shop if you want. If you want some nice premium coffee, build your own. Yeah. Call it Black Buck. Black Bucks. There you go. Start that. You call if it anybody Black starts Bucks. White people being. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now there's a black coffee house and a black tea shop, literally like a block apart in one part of DC on Seventh, Seventh and I think it's Seventh and S, or Seventh and R or whatever. And um, and uh, there's other ones in DC. I'm sure there's some in Atlanta. I mean, even if you gotta go farther, it's better to spend a little extra and have some fucking dignity. Then right. to go up in this place, because I got to be honest with you, man. I mean, you know, I know that the people dancing around in the, in the hip hop videos and saying nigga and kill, kill, kill makes us look bad. Right. But when a when a company disrespects you the way they did and then you keep that really makes you look bad. And it, and it makes you look like mm-hmm. maybe y'all aren't valuable to the you know, what I mean, exactly. like you don't see your value as a people. Kind exactly. Of yeah, if we don't see our own value, nobody like you, you, you set your own value. And that's the thing they also tell you in, in the industry. You know what I mean? You know, you have to set your value. You can't let people, you, if you know you're worth this much, don't let somebody ch- pay you this much. Right. You got to know your worth. And, the, and, that, and that's the same thing. It's like, um, you should have some dignity about who you are and yeah. self-respect. And if the people disrespect you, then why put yourself? It's, you're like a like black like a battered wife, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you get beat up back. on. Like go on, go on, get away. I don't want you here, but you keep running back. You yeah. keep running back. Oh, I, I want to go to Starbucks. Why? 
Why? Fuck them and fuck their coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the NFL, like even the NFL, like, bruh, like it's crazy to me that this whole shit was about police brutality. Yeah. And they just totally changed the narrative of it mm-hmm. to make it disrespectful for the flag when Tim Tebow used to kneel. Yep. If Nobody people don't recall. Yep. He used to kneel. Yeah. But it wasn't a problem. No, nope. because the, the the because the thing that he was kneeling for wasn't something that that's painful to America. That like you you can't come against our cops and what they're they're doing what they're supposed to do keep you niggas in line. Basically, so so my thing is like even the NFL players like I can't tell these men not to go to work, but yeah. shit, have some dick. Like if you sit your ass down, the NFL makes no money. Yep. None. Don't play. Yeah. And that's any that's any sport out here. You know, if black people sat out of the out of the sports, guess what? <laughs> there are no sports. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So it's like, man, y'all have they have more power than than, than they than they know. Yeah, and, and but um, it's happening though. I mean, the truth be told, Kaepernick wasn't the only guy kneeling. It was a brother that was kneeling next to him, and other people were kneeling, and that's why they got so scared. They went and passed that bill or whatever it was, and then we finding out yeah. Trump was back channeling motherfuckers talking about yeah, that's, that's a good look, baby. You know, don't don't let him kneel. You know, kind of a thing. It's like, yeah, I feel like yeah, we're it's... coming to a tipping point where I mean, black people are building. You and I, even though we family, you know, you and I are building. You got friends that you're building with. I'm building mm-hmm. with friends and so forth. Um, you know, like I, my whole thing is this: uh, the comics and sci-fi. You know, controlling yeah. our images through this fantasy. You know, even though it's comics, I mean, it has an impact. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. you know, you know, the white folks don't, you know, have these, you know, these terrific uh, black heroes because they don't want to put those images out there. But it's it's oh, it's, it's coming to a tipping point where yeah. you're gonna turn on the TV one day and like all the black players are gonna be sitting down. Yeah, it's really I can feel it. It's coming. It's coming to that point. That's why they they got scared and they ran to the law, you know. So yeah. all right. So when you have just nothing but white players on the field, then what? <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's not like they can't play. Uh, yeah. But it's but you know, it's the reason why yeah. they want black players out there. And yeah. once and yeah. like you said, you talk about setting setting your value. Once these black people realize their value. Uh-huh. I think that's the change that we're looking for. Jesus yeah. can't save us from us. Right. You know, right. we because we can only save ourselves. Yeah. Because the thing is, once you start valuing yourself, yeah. then you also value your fellow man and your yeah. brother. You yeah. look at another black man not as a op just because he's not from your neighborhood, yep. but he's your brother that was raised in a different part of the same land. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's like people are so at arms with each other, but, you know, if you start, because they have, they at, at the end of it, they don't value themselves, like I said. Exactly. So once we once we value ourselves, then you start to value others. And then we'll, we'll have a lot of, uh, we'll, we'll stop a lot of senseless killing of one another. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll stand, we'll stand together on issues like, yeah. The whole the whole community gets outraged and stops buying Starbucks mm-hmm. like that. Do you know what kind of hit that would that would that would take? Yeah, 
I mean, what kind of hit they would take and how quickly they would apologize. They're like, hey, man, free cup of coffee to any black person that wants to come in. You know, I mean, they're going to they're going to make changes. But even then, it's like you don't fuck them. I don't need you. Exactly. <laughs> we we started our own over here. Yeah. Guess what? It's booming. Yep. See, that's the lasting change. It's not concessions from the people who declared themselves your enemy. You know, a choice that they right. made It's you right. building because you can't give Starbucks to your children. Not right. not not inheritance wise. The reason why America is one of the wealthiest countries on the planet is because African people's labor was stolen and then it was passed mm-hmm. down from generation to generation. Oh, you yeah. building yeah. chain entertainment is something that you can pass down to your children. You know, me As I will do. Absolutely. Me building, you know, Harding Media and, and the Jonathan Soul, you know, franchise and so forth is something I can I can pass down to my children. That's what it's about. Men, right, think in generations. They think long. They think decades. You know, when you got this bullshit religion stuck in your head, you can't think that far. No. All you care about is your, is your, this, this soul that they're telling you about, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and how this angry Jewish guy in the sky or black, I'm sorry, (laughs) black guy in the sky. (laughs) Of course he was black. Of course. You know what I mean? This angry black guy in the sky. Who tells you to forgive, but won't forgive you, wow. and will hold a That's grudge great. forever, for eternity, <laughs> for eternity, for eternity. Yeah, you're gonna have to suffer forever. It's so many yeah. mental leaps that you have to take in order to. But see, when you little, or you vulnerable, say you recover from drugs or whatever, when you're vulnerable, yeah, you'll accept anything. Exactly. But once you, you know, once the threat is passed and once you've grown up, you're supposed to reassess and say, okay, thank you, you know, for the crutch. My leg is healed. Now I don't right. need it anymore. But exactly. they keep us on their mental crutches. Uh-huh. And yep. so Next instead land. of the idea of self-defense is a good thing, like every other creature, oh, no, nah, uh-huh. man, you got to turn the other cheek. Fuck out of here. <laughs> man, if, if, if creatures... As human beings in the early days is turning the other cheek, we wouldn't even be surviving. Right. We would have been that's, that's ate just up. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah. It's just insane, man. Yeah. And it's um it's we're gonna get, we're gonna we're it's gonna sad. work it out, Jay Watts. We are, man. That's why your your podcast is so important, because you letting people know that they're not the only ones that's waking up. That's unplugging right. from the matrix. Yeah. Wake the hell up. You know what I mean? And don't be afraid don't be afraid to say I don't know. I don't know because we don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happens after this life. I'm not going to try to tell you or act like I know because I've never been there. So, yep. you know, we just have to have to be okay with uh, not knowing and just living a good life while we're here, man, and supporting our own yep. and uh, building a future for our children. Fantastic. All right, sir. Anything else uh, you want to say before we wrap it up? No, nah, man, I just want to tell everyone that, doesn't matter what race, <laughs> sex, whatever you are, uh, I love you uh, all the same. It's just that um, I really, um, I really have a heart for for people that look like me, and it doesn't mean I hate anyone else. Um, but I just think it's time for us to stop living at the bottom when we've done so much um, building in this nation. So, Jay Watts, if people uh, have some questions or 
they want to reach out to you because they're in that transition from the matrix into common sense. I mean, can they reach out to you on, uh, on, on any kind of social media or you just going to tell them, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> Both. <laughs> no, but, uh, I'm, I'm active on, uh, Instagram at, uh, J underscore Watts 82 J underscore W A T T S eight two. Um, always hit me there. It's no problem. But, uh, also like you said, pick up a book, you know what I mean? Yeah. Read some real history. Yeah. My, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't talk about that. No, I, I did it because I love you and you're my cousin, but I don't really have these conversations anymore, man. This is, this is what I would tell somebody. Imagine yeah. a cop sticking a gun in somebody's, in, in a black person's face, right? Unarmed, didn't do nothing. And then freezing in time. If what you working on or believing can't get you out of that situation, can't prevent you from get or help you survive, then it, then throw it out. Yeah. Because Democrats pulling, pulling triggers like Republicans and the greens yeah. and the other ones don't want you to defend yourselves. <laughs> so that's like, it's like the same. <laughs> one is pulling the trigger. One don't want you to defend yourself. So you got to throw that out. Yeah. The yeah. religion ain't going to help you because they're going to forgive them five seconds after they pull the trigger. So you got to throw that one out. The yep. only thing that can get you out of that situation is what Jay Watts is talking about. One of the things anyway is fucking with that poverty, getting well, yourself out of poverty. Because when you look at the stats of the people who cops are killing, of course, most of them are black, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. But all of them are poor. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen yep. no banker. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, oh, right. he, he shot me. Like, no, nah, they don't do that. They know they place. Yeah. Yeah. You got to study yeah. something, you know what I mean, that's going to help, you know, get you, and if not you, your kids from being in that scenario. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love you guys. This has been John Vassol. I'm just guest hosting. I'm the pilot, and I've been letting you listen to Neo which is uh, <laughs> Jay, Jay Watts, <laughs> and we out.